From our iHeartRadio studios here in Tampa, this is Best of the Bay, highlighting the people and organizations that represent the best of the Tampa Bay area. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. In this episode, we're joined by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And with us in studio, we have Miranda Zalotti, the senior campaign manager for the society and their Suncoast chapter. Also with us, we have Todd Raines, Chief Administrative Officer for Shoemaker, Loop and Kendrick. He was diagnosed with lymphoma. We'll talk to him about uh, his personal story. And Julio Esquivel, who's a partner at Shoemaker, Loop and Kendrick. They have offered support, tremendous support to LLS. The website's free to check out, lls.org slash suncoast and lightthenight.org. Again, lls.org slash suncoast and lightthenight.org. Thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having us. Let me start with you, Miranda. Give us some background on how the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society first got started. Absolutely, Ryan. So the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society was actually founded uh, 70 years ago by a family for families. So um, a family lost their 16-year-old son to leukemia. And 70 years ago, leukemia was a death sentence. Mm. So, you know, a lot of the the primary focus, and it's been something that we have been focused on since day one, is research. And, you know, we have been able to fund over $1.3 billion in research. (laughs) Yeah, in the last 70 years. And that takes place all over the country. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more as we move on about, you know, what's going on right here in Tampa. Um, But first and foremost, we have been able to, because of the support from organizations like Shoemaker, Loop, and Kendrick, um, we have been able to, you know, triple and quadruple survival rates of all kinds of blood cancers, childhood cancer, you name it. And, you know, it's it's, um, thanks to partners like Shoemaker. So we're really excited to be here. Yeah, there are some diseases, some illnesses where you don't see as much progress over time in terms of cure rates or people uh, being able to recover. But when it comes to leukemia, it's been, you guys have made tremendous strides. Absolutely. And, you know, something that I'd like to mention, uh, we actually just changed our tagline to beating cancer is in our blood and I love it right because we're a blood cancer organization but truly what's really exciting a great stat is that 40% of all cancer therapies since 2000 approved by the FDA and that's for bone cancer skin cancer breast cancer you name it um, they started as first approved for blood cancers so we are really going on the research that we're doing is not only you know impacting blood cancers and, and you know helping those survival rates we're going on to beat all other cancers, and it's you know going to start with LLS. So very exciting time to be a part of this organization. Talk a little bit about you've got the national organization, Leukemia mm-hmm. and Lymphoma Society, and then of course you have your Suncoast chapter, which Absolutely. you're a part of. Talk about that relationship between the two. Yeah, yeah. So the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, like you mentioned, we are a national organization, and we operate locally, which is so exciting. So we have over 50 chapters, uh, actually over 60 chapters, and we're also in Canada, Puerto Rico. Um, but just here in our Suncoast chapter, we serve the uh, 12 counties up the west coast of Florida. Wow. So Big we area. go, yeah, we go from Citrus all the way down to Lee and Collier, so around Naples. And when I say we service those areas, I mean we're fundraising in those areas, but more, most importantly, we're servicing patients and their families in those areas. So we definitely cover a lot, um, but it's it's uh, great work, great work that we do. 
What is the relationship like between LLS here in the Tampa Bay area and, and up and down the West Coast and our local hospitals? Yeah, so very exciting. I'm, I'm so glad you asked that. So, um, you know, like I said, our our mission is really to cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's disease, and myeloma and improve the quality of life for patients and their families. That's first and foremost. And a lot of what we do is research, right? We fund research. And a lot of that research is actually being, um, it's taking place at Moffitt Cancer Center mm-hmm. right here in our own, okay. own backyard. That's great. Yeah. So um, over the past two years, we've actually funded uh, just under $6 million, $5.8 million at Moffitt Cancer Center. So, I mean, just just great, absolutely fantastic, fantastic facility. And we also obviously service patients at the BayCare facilities, Florida Cancer Specialists. So, you know, we're, we're working with these organizations to find better treatments and make sure that they're being administered in the best possible way. So... We're talking to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society here on Best of the Bay. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. With us in studio, we have Miranda Zolotti, the Senior Campaign Manager for LLS, the Suncoast Chapter. Also, we're going to talk to Todd Raines, the Chief Administrative Officer for Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick. He was diagnosed with lymphoma. And Julio Esquivel, who's a partner at Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick. They've offered a ton of support to LLS to the tune of over $2.5 million. The website is lls.org slash Suncoast. Uh, let me go back to you, Miranda. You mentioned programs for patients, people mm-hmm. dealing with these diseases. What exactly do those programs entail? Yeah, so we our largest is definitely our copay assistance program, and that really helps with obviously the copays that that our patients are facing, which are astronomical, um, you know, when you have to go to the doctors as much as our cancer patients have to go. So actually just here in the last two years, again, up the 12 counties in the West Coast of Florida that we serve, we have given out just under $4 million in in copay assistance to our patients, which is huge. I can only imagine how much that must help some people. Absolutely. And we also have um, travel assistance. Um, And I know that Todd will talk about his journey in a little bit. But, um, you know, a lot of our patients, because we have Moffitt Cancer Center, because we're so fortunate to have Moffitt Cancer Center right here in our backyard, a lot of our patients that are not in the Tampa Bay area, but might be in Sarasota, Naples, they are attending Moffitt Cancer Center. Sure. So we need to you know, make sure that our patients can get there and their families can get there safe and sound. They have a place to be. Um, so we do a lot of travel assistance as well. We fund travel assistance. And you know, something that I always love to point out is that we really are here for our patients when it comes to everything and anything. So when Hurricane Irma hit just a couple ah, years ago, I right? Remember it. Can't forget Irma. Um, you know, we as an organization set aside one million dollars to give to patients just in Florida. We mm. sent them all any registered patient that had ever called the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society uh, a five hundred dollar check, whether that was for the food to replace food in your fridge, to get your family home safely, whatever it was. That was you know five hundred dollars just to help them out. And we also did that as an organization for the California wildfires when those That's took place. Amazing. So. We do. I mean, we're all angles. We want to help people and families beat cancer together. And um, again, it, it helps with, you know, it starts with the the support from organizations like Shoemaker. So very blessed. On the topic of patients and caregivers, you also have support groups, peer-to-peer support, yeah. and that must be so mm-hmm. valuable to connect people, especially people oh, yeah. maybe who have just been diagnosed. They connect with somebody who's had it, who knows, you know, likely what's going to be coming down the road. Right. Talk a little bit about those programs. Absolutely. So our first connection programs are so unique. 
unique and so amazing because just like you said, it is about connecting patients and connecting people, even if they're not necessarily patients. It could be parents. It could be spouses. Right, right. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. connecting them with somebody else who has been dealt with a very similar situation and yeah. how they've done that. And what's really exciting to me, not only, you know, from the receiving side of this is we have so many patients and their families that have stepped up to say, LLS has done so much for us. How can we help? How can we talk to others? So that is something that, you know, I love to talk about because it's our families helping other families because truly at the end of the day, we are one big LLS family. So even if somebody has a really good support group, they have friends and families who are there for them. uh, Still, it's different when you're talking to somebody who's, who's been there, done that. Right. Absolutely. And you also, one thing that that stood out to me, you have uh, food and nutrition help. Mm -hmm. Kind of explain why that's so important and why you offer that as as a program. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm going to expand that just a little bit. Uh, We have our IRC, our Information Resource Center, which is actually a hotline that patients and their families can call um, that... who answers the phone are um, master's-leveled nurses and oncology specialists, social workers that are up to date on pretty much any question you can ask that has to do with your cancer diagnosis. Or again, if you're a caregiver, the cancer diagnosis that your family member has faced. So not only nutrition, um, but we also, you know, talk about all of the, you know, they would call and say, hey, I was diagnosed with lymphoma. What can I do? What's going on? You know? Or sometimes you, I'm sure you just have a question that you didn't even think of before. What can I, what can I eat with this medicine? What can I not eat? And Mm. these people know about everything, which is so exciting, but they also are privy to every single clinical trial that is going on across the country, which is so, so so important because this clinical trials lead Mm -hmm. to the new FDA approvals of medicines that are saving people's lives. So it's very, very just amazing. That seems like an incredible resource for Mm -hmm. for patients. Uh, We're talking to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society here on Best of the Bay. Uh, On the research end, you have this academic grant program. How how does that work? Tell us a little bit about that because obviously it's it's core to what you do, trying to find the best treatments and and potential cures. Absolutely. So um, the process is... uh, you know, medical professionals will go ahead and apply for our research grants and they are awarded based on, you know, who, what our organization feels is, you know, on the precipice for a cure, you know, and we've, we've obviously, our numbers have spoken to that. And in just last year, um, I, I should say, I'll take it back since 2017, this is a, this is a great number. Since 2017, LLS has helped fund 46 of the 53 uh, blood cancer approvals for treatments since 2017. Amazing, huge, yeah. right? So essentially the process is these medical professionals, researchers, oncologists, hematologists, they will apply for these grants. And if LLS feels that they're on the precipice of a cure, they're they're going to you know put, put their money where their mouth is and help them out. And the final thing I want to touch on with you before we start uh, going around the room, you have this interesting program that helps kids get back to school mm-hmm. who have been dealing with one of these types of illnesses yep. Yep. which which i mean this just goes to show you guys are really thinking about like everything oh all <laughs> all things all the things and and what's very exciting about this is is not only our our back to school program that we do help the children um our children's initiative this is actually something that is new to 2020 that we just announced as an organization Fantastic. so cool so amazing um our children's initiative actually um over the next five years it is a $100 million commitment to new 
childhood cancer research grants alone. So just childhood cancer, because although we have, um, like I was saying earlier, tripled those survival rates to mm-hmm. about a 90, 90% survival rate for the most common childhood leukemia, 80% of those children are going on to have long-term health issues ah, because of the treatments, because yeah. of how harsh chemos are. So, you know, we need to change that. Our kids deserve more, and we realize that as an organization. And, you know, we, we do a lot for everybody. You know, beating cancer is in our blood, and we're, we're going to find a cure. So. We're talking to the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society here on Best of the Bay. That was Miranda Zolani, Senior Campaign Manager for the Society's Suncoast Chapter with us in studio. We also have Todd Raines, Chief Administrative Officer for Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick, who was diagnosed with lymphoma, and Julio Esquivel, who's a partner at Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick. They've offered a lot of support to our local LLS uh, chapter. The website is lls.org slash suncoast. Again, lls.org slash suncoast. And we're going to be talking about the Light the Night event. The event happens in November, but it's a year-long initiative, and we'll dive into that in a bit. Let me turn to you, Todd. Uh, I want to talk to you about your experience dealing with lymphoma. Let's go back to the very beginning. Um, what, what was going on that that eventually led to this diagnosis? Well, I was in the prime of my life, if you can say that, and uh, uh, I uh, had just turned 50 and uh, was uh, enjoying life and uh, working hard and exercising, doing everything right that Never I was supposed to be Never even thinking doing. about something like Never this, thinking, not even on the radar. Not at all. Yeah. And then one day I went out for a run in early t- uh, in 2018, and uh, uh, I felt a lump uh, in my body that was not there, and I became concerned. Uh, and eventually, uh, in July of 2018, uh, I was diagnosed with stage 4 follicular lymphoma. You were developed with stage four. It had progressed quite a bit by the time it was discovered. That is correct. Uh, uh, they could not pinpoint, but ultimately the oncologist felt that I had probably been walking around with this cancer for you know three or four years, completely asymptomatic. Unbelievable. Wow. Did you, aside from the fact that you felt this lump, was there anything else going on? Did you feel anything else? Or basically, if you hadn't noticed that, then you would have thought nothing wrong. I felt like I was on top of the world, as healthy as could be. My physicals were great. My blood work was great. Yeah. Uh, and this was a just a devastating blow to, to me and my family. So when you get that diagnosis, obviously that's worst case scenario uh, for the most part. What was going on in your, I mean, what, what was that process like in those moments as you're learning about uh, now what you're going to have to deal with moving forward? It was, it was, a, a, it was certainly overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, but thanks to organizations like the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, there is a wealth of information. Did you uh, know much about leukemia and lymphoma? I did not no. know anything okay. uh, about Had leukemia. you heard of those illnesses before? Uh, going back, yes. As a yeah. child, as a child, right, I remember right. hearing family talk about others who had been diagnosed. And it was a, as uh, uh, she put it earlier, it was a death sentence. Yeah. And uh, so it was scary. Mm -hmm. It was scary. So you're talking to your doctor, and then what happens next? Obviously, you go on a a course of treatment. Kind of tell us about how that works. Sure. You uh, generally you'll uh, you you get the diagnosis where they they certainly they suspect it. They they'll start you out with a a biopsy, uh, and you have a biopsy and you get your results, uh, and that will begin the pathway towards whatever treatment. Uh, options that you will have uh, because my uh, cancer was so advanced uh, into into my spleen and into my bone marrow uh, and so and I was fair, 
pretty ridden with tumors inside it, it, my body. I, I'm sorry. It's just so amazing that aside from the lump, you would have had no idea that this was going on within your body. Correct. Correct. That's scary. You know, it it's really very is. Scary. It's, 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 it's it, very you, scary. You literally can walk around with yeah. this disease and, and have no clue, and, and just like me, and feel that you're perfectly healthy. Uh, so uh, once I was diagnosed and, and, and went through those stages uh, and they diagnosed me at stage four, uh, I was able to uh, uh, begin treatment with an incredible doctor, Dr. Chavez with Moffitt Cancer Center uh, and his team, uh, uh, Susan Woodward and Tamika Lewis. Uh, they have been phenomenal, uh, but I had to undergo some very, very uh, difficult uh, treatments. Uh, went through uh, six rounds of chemotherapy mm. uh, known as CHOP uh, and it was it was very very difficult for me yeah. uh, it was three weeks of feeling pretty bad but I worked the entire time <laughs> with Shoemaker at Shoemaker I showed up for work all but just a few days because uh, I said this was not going to beat me yeah and uh, I wasn't going to let it beat me, and I did power through it. Amazing. We're talking to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society here on Best of the Bay, and right now we're, we're chatting with Todd Raines, who was diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, so when did you connect with LLS during this process? Uh, as soon as I got the diagnosis, I went okay. straight to uh, LLS to their to their website. I called and talked to them about resources. What'd uh, you do? Like a did, because you had mentioned you didn't really know much about leukemia and lymphoma before. Did you do like a Google search, or how did you connect? Uh, initially with the organization uh well w uh, obviously once i uh i i was aware of obviously shoemaker support okay so it was a given ah. uh it was a given to go straight to the Le Le leukemia lymphoma society uh where they have a wealth of information and yeah. programs you know as uh, as miranda has has mentioned uh and they were uh, truly uh, very helpful to me to get what I needed to know about what type I had, what the, the current treatments are, are out there, as she mentioned, you know, clinical uh, trials. So I went into to my meetings with my oncologist having already some good firsthand knowledge mm -hmm. because of LLS. That's uh, going to help you, I'm sure, process and understand what the medical professionals are telling you. Absolutely. And, it, you know, and having the medical professionals that I have who are extremely patient, they take the time with me, they explain everything that is essential to the success in your survivorship as well. So where are you today in the process? Sure. Well, today I am, uh, I am, uh, I actually will step back to, if you don't mind, to 2019. Uh, I did, I did get the all clear at the end of 2018 okay. and I began what's called immunotherapy, which is uh, the latest and greatest yeah. in, in, uh, in treatment for uh, many cancers, not just lymphoma. Uh, but uh, unfortunately I, I, fell into a group that that failed that uh, uh, immunotherapy treatment and I uh, and it came back on me mm. in 2019 uh, but uh, because there are other treatment options I had to go back through uh, another couple of rounds of chemo uh, and I did beat it again and I'm on a different immunotherapy uh, which at this point I've been on now since uh, uh, the uh, September of, of 2019 and I am so far clear and continue that immunotherapy every other month at Moffitt. For somebody who's never been through anything quite like that, what is one thing that, that really stands out to you about what you've been through? It, it really changes your life. It yeah. makes you realize what's important in life. 
And it also makes you realize that as you, you look around and, and see other people suffering, that, you know, that we're in this together and we should love and care for one another. And, you know, you never know, you know, what kind of day the guy in the car next to you is having. He may have just got a cancer diagnosis and he just wasn't paying attention and he, and he swerved in front of you. My you God, know. I feel so bad about yeah. all the drivers that I've yeah. yelled at. Only because I'm looking forward to my trip back to so Sarasota. True, but, Todd, so but, true. I'm so sorry to all of you. I had no idea. But it, my point to that is it's, it's a humbling experience. Yeah. And you realize truly life is short. We only have a short amount of time on this planet. And, and and to support and help one another. And it is just tremendous when there's organizations like LLS where you can give your time uh, or money or whatever and participate because it helps people like me and others that, that Miranda had mentioned survive. We're talking to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society here on Best of the Bay. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. With us in studio, we have Miranda Zolotti, the Senior Campaign Manager for LLS's Suncoast Chapter. Also, Todd Raines, who we were just speaking to, the Chief Administrative Officer for Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick, who was diagnosed with lymphoma, and Julio Esquivel, a partner at Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick. They've offered a lot of support to our local LLS chapter. The website is lls.org slash suncoast. Again, LLS. LS.org slash Suncoast. And we're going to be talking about the Light the Night event. It's a year-long campaign. The event's going to happen in November. And you can find out more about that if you'd like to at lightthenight.org. Julio, let me turn to you and tell us a little bit about how Shoemaker Lupin Kendrick first got involved with LLS and some of the support that you've offered to the organization. Well, uh, my partner, Ron Cristaldi, was asked to chair at the Light the Night event last year. I think that was right, Miranda? 2018, yeah. 2018, and he blew it out of the water by all accounts and raised over $815,000 that evening. But he's not our only partner that's involved with the LLS. Um, We have partners in Toledo, Ohio, which is where the firm was founded, Uh, Rebecca Shope. And Kate Decker, who are on the board of directors of that chapter for LLS. We have a partner, Bennett Kreitz in Charleston, who's a board member in that area of the country. Mm-hmm. And collectively, Shoemakers raised about $2.5 million for LLS, yep. um, which we're really proud of, I have to say. That's a, it's a tremendous amount. And it sounds like now, I mean, especially with somebody uh, who's part of your team having gone through this, I'm sure it's made the mission it, uh, even it, more important It makes to you. it very tangible. Yeah. Hearing a testimonial like that makes you feel like all that money that you raise throughout the year, all the, the time and sweat and tears you put into the various organizations we support, um, because that's part of our culture at Shoemaker. I'll tell you just a little bit of, of, about Shoemaker. We are we're founded in 1925 in Toledo, Ohio. We're over 265 lawyers now from wide with a hundred, over 100 of them here in the Tampa Bay area making us the largest law firm by number of lawyers in Tampa Bay. Um, and a lot's changed since 1925, but what hasn't changed are our core values. And that, and th- those core v- values are really what set us apart from other full-service law firms. And that, you know, is a, b- a firm belief that to those that it receive much, you know, much is expected of them. And mm-hmm. so we inculcate that in, that kind of philosophy in, to, in our entire Shoemaker family from the staff to the most senior partner. And we are deeply involved with all our clients with, and with all our communities in which we live and serve. And the goal is to make those communities stronger. And when you hear a story like Todd's, you know, like I said, it just kind of 
resonates and brings it full circle and you say, yeah, that's why we do it. We do it because we live in these communities and because that person in the car next to us is one of, you know, our partners, you know. You um, also mentioned that you work with uh, other organizations. Uh, can, are there a few that stand out to you that you like to share just so people can be aware? Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, we 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 serve on over 300 um, different organizations, or rather, a hundred different organizations where we have involvement with, okay. and we that might be a little bit long of a list. Yeah, but. I'm not going to. I can tell you those that I, I personally am involved with. We talked about my partner Rian Cristaldi, who's also, by the way, chair of the Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. uh, here in Tampa. Um, myself, I've been on the vo- board of the Tampa Museum of Art, the Tampa Theater, the Friends of Tampa Public Art. I'm currently the president of the Gasparilla Music Foundation. I would be remiss oh, wow. if I didn't give out a little shout out to the music festival, sure. which is coming out next weekend, the 7th and 8th in downtown Tampa. Um, we're a 501c3. Not a lot of people know that nonprofit. We're raising money throughout the year for music education. We're collecting uh, instruments to give away to, to students. Yeah, we've had, we, I've actually had that organization on this very show before because it, it was just fascinating to learn the backstory. You know, yes. a lot of people know the festival, they don't know, you know, the rest of it. Exactly. That's exactly right. I don't want to take away from LLS today, but um, there's still time to buy tickets. People should come out next weekend because it's another great organization to support. And we'll bring that up only as an example of the various different organizations yeah. that we're involved in, and we encourage our entire staff to be involved with. We're raising money throughout the year for all of them. I have jeans on today. Your listeners can't see that, but so does Todd. And that's because it's the last Friday of the month. And at Shoemaker, the last day of the month, um, you're allowed to wear jeans as long as you give a donation. And throughout the year, we're collecting all those donations. We have chili cook-offs. We have um, a Halloween auction. um, I mean, a Halloween costume um, contest. We have a a Thanksgiving silent uh, auction where we raise money. And all that money that we pull that comes from partners, like I said, the most senior partners to the most you know, uh, junior person in the, in the firm, that all gets given away to various organizations throughout the year. Well, I don't feel so bad about wearing a hat and a, and a hoodie. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to just add something there uh, about that, as, as Julio has certainly uh, described about the firm and, and its its involvement, and, and that is is and echoes very strongly with me about the commitment, not only that it makes to community, but that it makes internally. Because when you are diagnosed, one of, one of the many things that runs through your mind is, is will I survive? But how's my family going to, to be? Right. Uh, and certainly, how's my job going to be? Mm-hmm. Is this going to, you know, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to lose my income? All these fears go through your mind. And with Shoemaker, not even a question. Uh, not even a question. Uh, you know, I, I uh, shared my story immediately with our management committee and and, and, and people that I work with, uh, and uh, and I said I'm going to keep working and I'm not going to let this beat me. And they rallied behind me and they were my second immediate family uh, to help me get through this. And I never once worried one moment about my job and my future. And from the bottom of my heart, my family, and I appreciate that. And this firm stands behind what it does, not only internally, but externally. 
We're talking to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the Suncoast chapter here on Best of the Bay. Miranda, let me go to you. Tell us a little bit about Light the Night. Absolutely. Well, I was, um, you know, obviously very honored to work with Ron Cristaldi in 2018. He's another partner at Shoemaker Looping Kendrick as he was our corporate walk chair. Um, so Light the Night is actually a family-friendly festival-style evening event that take place that takes place in November every year in over 140 markets across wow. the country. Yeah. Um, ours is in, takes place in Tampa at Julian B. Lane Riverfront oh, Park. Perfect. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. And, and the, the goal of Light the Night is to bring light to the darkness of cancer. So, like I said, it is a free, family-friendly, festival-style evening event where year-long um, corporate teams like Shoemaker, friends and family teams, sponsors, fundraise for us. We come together, celebrate that evening, and give all of our participants a lantern, a battery-operated lantern. Red, for those who are there in support, could be coworkers, family members, friends, white for our patients and survivors, and gold for those walking in memory of a lost Mm. loved one. And they go throughout the festival. We have a lantern lighting ceremony. Absolutely amazing. A beam of white light shoots into the sky. We work with the best of the best AV companies. We've got a great stage, huge, you know, fireworks. Over 4,000 people come out just here it's in Tampa. Big event. Yeah. So it, we truly like, like, um, you know, I, I can echo both all of the comments made today about Shoemaker because truly, I mean, they came out to our event two years ago and helped us pretty much double the size, right? Because Shoemaker is so huge in the Tampa Bay community and they have families and they have friends right. and they have clients who said, yeah, we want to light the night. And that's what they did. And they helped us do that. So we're very excited. November 14th this year, Saturday, November 14th, five to nine, Julian B. Lane Riverfront Park. I know Shoemaker will be there again. And um, I hope, you know, many, many listeners will be too. And then when it comes to helping out year rounds, regardless, maybe they can't make it to the event. Some yeah. of the people listening right now, you can always donate and you have a how to help button on the website. So oh, it makes yeah. it very easy. Absolutely. So we, like, like you said, and, and I'll mention again, we, it's a, it's a year long fundraising campaign. Yeah. You can sign up and you will get a fundraising webpage where you can send your link out and say, Hey, I'm helping raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for patients like Todd, for, you know, patients like the many people that we work right. with and their families. And you can set your own personal fundraising goal and help us out. The website is lls.org slash suncoast. Again, lls.org slash suncoast to find out more. Miranda Zolotti, Todd Raines, and Julio Esquivel, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thanks thank so much, you. Ryan. And that does it for us here with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. That wraps up this edition of Best of the Bay. Catch us back here same time, same place next weekend for a brand new episode. And make sure to catch my other show, PM Tampa Bay, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. on News Radio. WFLA.